Constructive Voices, the podcast for the construction people, with news, views and expert interviews. Hello, I'm Steve Randall and welcome to Constructive Voices. This time we're continuing our focus on females. Last time we spoke to Joe Parker, who has decades of experience in the construction industry. This time we're going to the other end of the spectrum and somebody who's just starting out in their construction industry career. I'm joined, of course, by Peter Finn, Pete the Builder. It's another fascinating episode, Pete. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have Oceana and uh, she's going to be interviewed today again by Emma and um, really, really interesting interview again. Um, Oceana has left her, her homeland of Rwanda and travelled to fulfil her dream. And I used the word vocation when I was describing Joe at the end of, of her interview last week and there's no doubt about it that Oceana is exactly the same. She she has a, a drive and a, and a, and a spirit and a, and a will to to help people out, and, and she is doing that through construction and, and through um, her engineering aspects. So it's it's a it's a really good interview again, and it's 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 a I, I find it really good. I love uh, listening to people when they're starting off on a, on a path and they have their, their their focus and their dreams ahead of them and what drew them into the construction industry to start, to start off with as well because I'm a big advocate of people going into construction at all different levels and I really do drive that and again it's it's fantastic to hear um, a young lady like Oceane and listening to how passionate she is about construction and about her career ahead. Yeah, and I think what's interesting with um, with the interviews that we've heard recently, and I think we've, we've heard this before on different interviews that we've done on Constructive Voices, is uh, people's motivations for getting into the industry. Often, when you're talking about engineers in particular, there's always talk of maths and science. You know, those sort of things are are really important to people, you know, how structures can be put together, you know, the angles that are needed, you know, not just for structural purposes, but also to make them look beautiful. But also we're hearing a lot about that, as you say, the vocational side and the wanting to make the world better for people, you know, making things that people will enjoy using or just things that are functional that really make a big difference save them time save them struggles in their life and i think that's a a wonderful theme that that we hear constantly on constructive voices yeah and then added to that obviously Stephen. again we, we we always face up to this problem that we certainly do have a climate change battle going on as well so you know that's another huge element of 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 construction at this point in time and i think the the, the younger generation and the new wave of professionals and just general construction people absolutely are, are have that as, as one of their priorities so you've got your your, your general challenges of, of making sure that whatever it is that you're involved in or working on is functional aesthetically we want to make sure that, that it uh, it ticks the boxes and, and looks architectural and, and you know create something new but then also um, we certainly want to make sure that that's done in an environmentally friendly and sustainable way so you know I think again Oceana's uh, interview really captures all, all of those elements to it so um, it really is great to hear this coming from from you know a person who is is new to to the construction industry and who has a huge career ahead of them and n- kind of the, the the future is in safe hands when we have people like this involved and it's it's really refreshing to hear it really does show the steps that we are taking forward in the right direction in the construction industry and long may it last absolutely let's hand over then to emma nicholson uh, talking to osian about her career that's ahead of her and this is going to be great I am a principal sustainability project manager. I work for 
a national consultancy in the built environment in the UK, and I'm a chartered environmentalist. I've been working in the industry for about 25 years. I've also previously been a board trustee for the Women's Engineering Society, and I also chair the EDI Specialist Interest Group for the Women's Engineering Society. My name is Oseane Baguta. I've recently graduated from the University of Nottingham with a Master's of Environmental Engineering. I, so I recently graduated and I'm looking into getting into a graduate um, environmental engineering scheme. I joined the Women's Engineering Society EDI Interest Group back in September 2022. Thanks very much, Ossian. I'm interested to know why uh, did you want to study environmental engineering? What kind of drew you to this career route in the first place? Um, so when I was 17, uh, in high school, I learned a lot about like climate change and I took a class on what the UN, the United Nations Environmental Programme is doing to help fight climate change. And I learned about the consequences of climate change and got very interested in what can I actually do to help. And I was doing extra modules outside of school to like learn more about climate change. And at first I wanted to do environmental science to understand like what, what is the cause and um, what are the consequences of climate change to learn more about it. And I had one of my teachers who was um, a civil engineer. So he knew about uh, how to solve problems. And he was telling me, oh, there's a lot of like women in engineering. I know you're interested in learning more about climate change, but maybe that's something you can consider. So I started looking into uh, what engineering is about. I decided to do environmental engineering as I wanted to solve problems and help the world fight against climate change. So yeah, learning about climate change and then having that desire of helping the world, building a better world. That's what drove me into environmental engineering. Thank you, Sian. I think that's incredibly important. It will lead to a most rewarding career. What aspects of the course did you really enjoy or found challenging? My course was interesting in terms of the department was chemical and environmental engineering. So the first two years were really focused uh, on chemical engineering, which is like process engineering and creating like products and uh, building processes and, and products. Uh, and the first, the sec- the last two years were more like environmental engineering, which is what I was like most interested in. So I got to learn about like environmental impact assessment, how to do like ground investigations and um, how to write reports on, on site investigations and understanding what are the different criteria on how to make an environmental impact assessment report, which consists of like looking at water quality, what are the consequences of like a building can have on air pollution, on the noise to the people, on the ground, on the waste management, etc. So I got really interested in environmental impact assessment, and that is what I want to do as an environmental engineer. What else I got interested in the course was uh I was really interested in like working in labs and having to challenge myself and like solve problems. So my last year, my research project was on investigating how to remove heavy metals which contaminate um, the environment from um, incinerator bottom ash, which can be used as um, concrete material for roads, for example. So I really got interested in like doing research and having to help protect the environment. So making sure that the materials that we are using are safe for the environment. So I felt like as an engineer, I enjoyed doing something which is impactful for the environment and also safe for the people. Um, and I've also on my course really enjoyed like working in groups and getting to know people from like different cultures and um, different backgrounds. I'm sure that uh, as well that you're having to look at innovative ways 
to um, to make improvements to develop environmental solutions and particularly with regards to materials, maybe even working with suppliers, um, driving innovation. So I just wondered if there was anything innovative that you particularly learnt on your course or that you mm -hmm. focused on. Uh, on my course, I've really enjoyed learning about carbon capture. So like how can we make how, how can we design a process which captures the carbon and having to make sure that we are using a uh, safe material that is like that is long-term sustainable and uh, that we don't need like more retrofitting uh, later on and also how can we retrofit how can we add a carbon capture plant to an old plant so and also in terms of like energy efficiency making sure that we've we use material that is of low carbon footprint and that uses low energy and having also to recycle material on the plant itself. So, um, for example, like recycling steam or like recycling uh, wastewater, having to treat it, then like reuse it on the, reuse it on the plant. In terms of materials, um, so as a chemical environmental engineering, it's more about um, making sure that they, the material that we're using is like safe um, for the product that we're producing. I'm not a civil engineer, but I know I've learned, I've read about uh, like using like bamboo, for example, as like a, a material which is like sustainable. But in terms of like an environmental engineer, I know that we need to use material that is like safe and also environmental friendly, which has a low carbon footprint. So doing things like life cycle assessment studies, that is something I've also enjoyed doing on my course, making sure that we know the carbon footprint of the material that we're using. It sounds like you've uh, developed a lot of knowledge and skills uh, on your course. Um, are there any particular skills that you think have helped you, uh, you know, initially before you started the course or um, that you think are important to becoming an engineer? Yes, I think team working is, a, is, is the first one, I'll say. On my degree, the projects that we've done are always like held of a group of like six, five people. And so, yeah, you need to be able to trust the, the, the other people you're working with and like distribute the task like equally so you don't get a lot of uh, work by yourself and um, just having to see something come to the end all together and seeing that it has it has worked and working with everyone else it's a really important mm -hmm. skill so um, I would say teamwork is the um, most important and also like communication being able to say when you're not confident with something or when you need help and that also comes with uh, teamwork and making sure that you're able to explain what you've you've learned explain what you've your findings so that your colleagues can also trust you. So communications yep. are very important and also problem solving skills as engineers, we are trying to solve problems. So we need to yep. make sure yeah. that we work on things together. I agree. I think those are three really important skills. So yeah. that's, that's teamwork, communication, and also problem solving skills. Oceane, in terms of sustainability, how do you think engineers can make a difference? Um, engineers can can make a lot. So our job is to design and protect the environment and uh, protect the people. So what we can do is, for example, water in terms of like water treatment, making sure that we are recycling the water that we're using on a plant or anywhere in the process of like building something. So making sure that we recycle the water and also uh, in terms of um, steam, for example, where can we reuse the steam on the process on the process plant? sustainability in terms of also the material that we're using, a material which is of low carbon footprint, material that is also um, that is also cheap because that also in, comes into sustainability. You just don't want something which is, you want something safe for the environment, but also how sustainable is it in terms of like cost. 
and also like designing designing buildings that are resilient to like climate impact so we know that we'll have like you m- will have drought or we can also have like extreme like floodings for example or like uh, rising sea levels so making sure that the buildings that we are or the plant that we are building are um, sustainable in terms of like we don't need any retrofitting later on and they are safe for the people and also for the environment and things like also in sustainability in terms of like improving the air quality and the health of the people the biodiversity so for example like putting like green roofs on on like buildings so making sure that we we protect the um, that we reduce air pollution in that way i would like to see a world where biodiversity is we can see it's protected and the, the buildings that we're constructing today and um in the future are really like promoting biodiversity so as i said before like having like green roofs for example and um having like areas near buildings where people will be able to live and like children playing and um you'll have like also like aquatic areas where like so like a place where you see that you have the buildings but also like nearby you also have like a range of biodiversity and most like a perfect perfect world i would say there's no pollution with like the carbon capture we've put and um that we have more like a community which is really focused on making sustainability and making sure that the future generations are protected and have the same chances that we have today. So yes, in terms of sustainability, I believe engineers we can we can make a lot and there's still there's still a lot of like a, a lot of things like we need to change. But I be, I believe that we're getting there. And also in terms of like renewable energies, like putting solar panels uh, on like buildings, that's also something um, as engineers we are able to do. So I want to be able to get an understanding of like different um, sectors of the environmental growth area uh, and then um, become an environmental manager in a few years. So in, few, in 10 years time, yeah, I hope that will be towards the achieving um, net zero by 2050. And I hope to see like a big change in terms of like politics and and the, the fundings which are given to um, to projects. So yeah, I would like to see uh, a society which is like very committed into um, sustainability and helping fight climate change, and I hope to be able um, to contribute myself as an environmental manager in the future. I just have a question now about how you think female engineers champion sustainability in the built environment, and what your ideas are about this. Um, yes, yeah, so just as like male, I believe like female can can also build can do. Uh, anything and um, get into the build environment area. Doing things like, you know, having that group of like climate change emergency for like women or having like groups of women like who empower each other or like, it's like very important. Female engineers, just like as male, we can do anything and we can we can build as well. Do you have any, any views on what can be done to attract women into the industry and engineering as a field? I think already these things like making like a podcast like this where um, female engineers and like young females can uh, listen on what other um, engineers have, female engineers have done in the past. It's a really good thing. So like um, holding as well like conferences where young female students can come and like listen to um, other engineers is something which is which can be done. And I know that the Women Engineering Society, uh, like the conference, the Women Engineering Conference, is something which is also very important. It's like an example an example to follow. And also like going into like classrooms and um, talking to the students and telling them like what us as female engineers we've done in the past and having that like inspiration, giving, that, giving them that inspiration is like something which is important. Great, thanks, uh, Osian. So this leads me to my next question. 
is there any one particular male or female in the engineering industry that's inspired you and and what was it about them that actually impressed you um i'll say as a as a male engineer i've been impressed by one person at school who has like really helped me as a as a young female engineer in my in terms of my career or even like getting into um, the women during society. So this person is called Vince Pizzoni and he's like a career mentor at the University of Nottingham. And he's also part of the Women Engineering Society. And just seeing someone who's dedicated on not only helping all the engineers and all like the um, young people um, in terms of their careers, but he's really also focused on empowering like women. And um, this is something like I really, which really inspired me in terms of not a lot of like men will go all the way to help women in their career and like want to see female engineers like prosper in their career and it's something he's really done well and which is really inspiring yes he's someone who has really helped me throughout my degree and who's really inspired me and for myself like I want to be able to help young women in the future and yeah I, I learn a lot from him I think we could um, we could do with a lot more male mentors in the industry and it's really great to hear that you've had uh, someone such as Vince who has inspired you in that way. Yeah. You're a member of the Women's Engineering Society EDI Specialist Interest Group, like myself, OCN. What areas of um, diversity and inclusion interest you is the first part of my question. And then I'll ask you another question, which is the difference that you would like to see improved in an industry with regards to diversity and inclusion. Saying that we are able to help more women get into the engineering sectors. So as like the Engineering UK recent data, like about only like 14, between 14 and 15 percent of women are um, female engineers in the UK. And this is a number I would like to see rising just in terms of like more women getting into boards and committees and also getting more jobs, uh, engineering jobs. And personally, I would like as well to seeing more minority people getting into um, graduate jobs. I'm a person of minority, and uh, so seeing more Black, Asian, and, and minority uh, people getting more jobs is something which is important to me. So, yeah, and also people who are more like disabled as well, getting more um, graduate jobs and getting the access to board committees, it's something I would really like to see. They can do the degree, the engineering degree, but then getting into the job, they get demotivated because they've gone through, they've seen that it's hard and it's like, there's still like biases and yeah, they need to have self-confidence. And that's something I would like to like be able to help and see more women getting the confidence going into uh, engineering mm-hmm. jobs. Indeed. And also into leadership roles as well. Yeah. Um, within yeah. Organ- organizations, I think it's really important too. So I think those are really good points, Sotian. What inspires you the most in your future line of work, what you think you might want to go on to do? I think you've kind of touched upon it in terms of, I mean, are you going to do international work? Are you going to work in the UK? Yeah, so um, I want to become a chartered environmental engineer and uh, also a chartered environmentalist with uh, AIMA, the Institution Environmental Management Authority, I believe. Uh, so I want to become both a chartered engineer with um, IKME, but also be chartered with uh, AIMA. And um, in terms of what inspires me for my future work is I want to be able to build things which are like sustainable, which uh, protects the um, protects the environment, but also is safe for the people. And um, 
yeah, I'm inspired on like building things and seeing the future of that, like prospering and actually seeing the building come to come to life or the plant come to life. Definitely. As well, you touched upon uh, an institute, the Institute of Environmental Management and Assessment, IEMA, and I'm also a member of IEMA. I just wondered mm-hmm. how um, an institute can make a, a difference to your career. Are you a student level at the moment or are you planning on to kind of build your career um, with IEMA support, for example? Yes, so I'm a current uh, student member of IEMA, and um, I believe as an institute, there's things like you can follow like trainings. Um, you can you can have like mentors. So like once I join like a graduate scheme, I'll be able to if I choose the path of IEMA, I can get like mentors who help me get through the process of being chartered. Um, so being part of an institution is something I really recommend, even for like young females who will be joining uh, universities. So uh, I joined, for example, uh, I came in when I joined the University of Nottingham. So they'll have like webinars. So those are like things you can join like after after school and I like, get to learn from people in the industry who have um, successfully like completed um, some projects and who are able to share not only just project, even like inspiration on like how they got into um, their current jobs. And this is something I really recommend. And yeah, being part of an institution, just feel like, yeah, you can learn from other people and you can ask them questions that will help you through your professional development. And um, so I believe being chartered is something which is very important. So to all the young female engineers who are listening to this, believe in yourself and be self-confident. You can do anything that you want and anything that you set yourself to achieve and you have people around you to help you through it and reach out to people, never be afraid of asking questions Great. Um, I totally agree with that as well, Ocean. Finally, is there a motivational quote that you'd like to leave with us for future female engineers joining the industry? Um, yes, I've got. I've actually got two quotes um, that I remember. Uh, so one is from uh, Mae Jemison, who's the first African-American woman astronaut in space. So she said, don't let anyone rob you of your imagination, creativity or curiosity. It's your place in the world. It's your life. Go on and do all you can with it and make it in the life you want to live. So I like this that one because um, in life you get people who will not support you all the time into what you want to do. But as a female engineer and as a young as a young engineer, you should should be you believe in yourself all the time and uh, don't let anyone take that imagination and creativity of yours. You can change the world. And my second one is we must have perseverance and above all confidence in ourselves we must believe that we are gifted for something and that things must be attained that's from Marie Curie thank you so much Ozean it's been an absolute pleasure to interview you this is constructive voices so Pete another fascinating interview somebody with their whole career ahead of them and you do sort of think you know with the ideas that she's got with the motivation that she has and the things that are driving her to want to be in construction and make the world a better place she's got an amazing career ahead of her yeah without the shadow of a doubt the world has definitely got smaller in a lot of ways in terms of you you know you hear Oceane talking and she comes from you know a, a place very far from, away from where she is currently working but she's willing to, to make those commitments and those changes in her life to, to to do what she wants to do. And it's clear that she wants to have an impact in a positive way. And she's doing that through something that she also has a huge 
and um, passion for which is which is construction so you know fantastic stuff i, I really do get a kick out of of hearing uh, from young people with with that drive and, and it really does give you a, a little snapshot into the future and it's great to hear and, and get to understand that that uh, young generation mentality as well from from your perspective sort of on a boots on the ground level do you find that there is a strong pipeline of young people men and you know boys and girls men and women wanting to get into construction are they contacting you i mean you in particular because you're on tv in ireland you know, you're a very visible face of construction. Do you get people saying, you know, this is something I want to get into? How can I do it? You know, what's the next step? Yeah, I do. Um, and again, I've made no secret of the fact that I really do feel we need to have a huge, huge more uh, amount of input in from female voices and female professionals and female tradespeople. I have uh, I have an apprentice Jane that, that that is working with me now. She's just coming to the end of her first year, and uh, she's she's doing really well and absolutely loves being involved. She's a, she's learning her trade as a as a carpenter and joiner, and she has really uh, excelled. Every every apprentice is slightly different, but her 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 approach and her attention to detail is something that um, is certainly different different from what I've seen from a lot of the lads that I would have put through. There's quite a few uh, females that I'm working with um, on on a couple of projects that I'm on at the moment. So there's certainly a change in that direction um again it's 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 not where it needs to be and it's slowly the numbers are, are slowly starting to, to change in terms of the percentage different but we still have a long way to go and there's no doubt about it though the industry itself is is without the shadow without conscious of this now and it's certainly you know it's a question that i do get asked quite a lot and it's certainly it's it's a career choice that that females are considering now and we need more of it and again if there was ever an interview that would would help guide uh, a, f- a female or a lady towards our industry, it's it's what we've just listened to there from Oceana. In, in terms of, it's very clear that she has uh, has made it made the choice based off her passions and 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 is committed to what she's going to be doing going forward. And she has some great plans for the future. So yeah, really exciting times for everybody within the industry, especially females. And I really do hope that we're going to start seeing lots more female participation in our industry on, on, on all aspects of the industry because our industry is so big there's so many different areas within uh, the industry in terms of it goes right from boots on the ground like myself uh, to, to to management level and you know there's technology there's just so many facets to construction that again here ourselves here our constructive voices uh, are, are regularly highlighting and, and are regularly talking about so you know any females listening please be inspired by what you've heard today and Please, you know, consider our industry as, as a positive step forward and do what you can to, to, to help us within our industry. And then obviously, you know, that in turn can, can help change the tide in this climate uh, change battle and, and, and help our industry do the right thing going forward. Yeah, and I think that's really interesting to hear that, you know, at, at the level of apprenticeships in carpentry and things like that, there are... Um, young women coming through because some of the guests that we've spoken to recently, you know, they're they're working on big infrastructure projects. You know, they're they're engineers and they, you know, they've excelled perhaps at school in maths and science. You know, and that that could be off putting for some who love construction but think, you know, ah, the maths and the science that's not for me. But actually, at all levels, there are roles. Um, and if you're attracted to the business side, as you mentioned, you know, there are management roles. You know, we need men and women. We need all the different talents in these roles to give us the the real perspective, the three hundred and sixty perspective that we need for the world that we have. 
yeah, without the shadow of a doubt, look, our, our industry is thriving in terms of there's so much demand um, in so many different areas, whether it's residential, infrastructure, um, and, and obviously technology is changing all the time. And also the way we live is also changing. So, you know, we need we need full perspective and we need um, full buy-in from, from everybody on board. And those barriers that were there, you know, over the generations are, are slowly being broken down. And the quicker they get broken down, the better. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a viable career choice. Construction is definitely a place where you can enjoy your career and also make good money as well. So, you know, let's let's not rule that out as well. There's, there's lots of lots of financial and economic opportunities here for for people of no matter what their gender and, and what their situation so yeah lots of exciting times ahead and lots more really good interviews ahead as well and we're going to continue our our team as well with uh, females in construction you know I, i'm looking forward to hearing more of those stories and, and much more stories that we have from within the industry itself as well pete we'll talk again next time good stuff steve chat to you soon And that's all for this episode of Constructive Voices. Please take a moment to share it with others who may find it interesting. Follow or subscribe to get the latest episodes automatically on your favourite podcast app and rate and review the podcast if you can. You can also listen to the latest episode by saying, Alexa, play Constructive Voices podcast. Here's Constructive Voices. Here's the latest episode. And on our website where there's lots more information too. That's constructive-voices.com. Don't forget the dash. Until next time, thanks for listening. You're really helping us build something. Music